your Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, guys, and welcome back to the Locked On Blues Podcast, part of the Locked On Live Network and your number one source for daily blues content. My name is Thomas Welch, and we've got a fun one for you today. The Blues match up in their series finale against the Arizona Coyotes in a reverse retro slugfest. In my opinion, two of the drippiest uniforms we saw in the reverse retro initiative will be going head-to-head tonight at 7 o'clock. But very quickly, before we get into that, I do want to touch on a little bit of league news. It was reported that the Minnesota Wilds games up until February 9th, uh, which I believe that is the day that the Blues play them. Uh, So those games will be suspended due to COVID protocol. So obviously the league stepping in and taking action to avoid any type of a further spread is essential for the season to go all the way through without having to go into a bubble type scenario or shutting down the season altogether entirely. But we've talked about it on here before. This is the problem you run into when you're playing within a pandemic. I know the NHL has initially said that they do plan to reschedule these games and we'll look into that, but there's a very possible chance that these games never get played depending on how the season goes from here. But obviously it's all about player safety first and uh, not contacting it to families, to loved ones, and essentially to other teams, I think should be the primary goal. So for the, like I said, for the NHL to step in and kind of at least attempt to nip this in the bud as soon as possible is really good for the league. But what does it mean for these teams that currently aren't affected? It means you got to make these points count. And the Blues have done a very good job of that so far. They're on a four-game win streak. We'll see if they can make it five tonight at seven o'clock. But we'll see if they can pull it off. Because like we said on the last podcast, Dvorak has been hot. Phil Kessel's been hot. uh, And this team wants to get their road trip started off on a good foot. And dropping two games to the St. Louis Blues is definitely not the way to do that. So much like last game where it felt like the Coyotes kind of controlled the first half of the first period, I do expect them to come out guns blazing, men on fire, and looking for blood. And I hope the Blues are ready for it this time because that first half of that first period last game scared me. I was like, I can't, I don't want to watch an entire game like this. I don't think we'll be able to withstand the onslaught, even though Bennington was playing out of his mind hockey. Thankfully, we turned it around once we brought that physicality. And I think uh, they said that basically what kind of stemmed everything was that massive hit in the corner that Braden Shen threw. So I'm going to look for the Blues to come out physical right off the jump this game, kind of make it, make that adjustment uh, from last game. I think they learned their lesson. And I think they want to, anytime this Blues team feels like they get on a streak, they're determined to stay on that streak. We, we saw that with the 11-gamer in the cup run season. So like I said, I think the Blues come out physical right off the jump. I think the Coyotes come off fast right off the jump uh, and we'll see which kind of style of play emerges victorious because like I said I, th- I feel like there's a lot of times especially when they play the Colorado Avalanche that the Blues kind of fall into a track meet mentality and try and hang with guys speed and even though they are a faster team than they have been in years past I still feel like that physicality that system surrounding the physicality and the defense kind of all goes hand in hand so uh, whenever they're playing that physical style of hockey the offense comes just by a product of that. But because of that, I think this game is going to benefit players whose roots are directly embedded in that physical style of play. So I would not be surprised to see a guy like Sammy Blay have a fantastic night. I think he's got four shots on the season, has one goal, so he's shooting at a 25% clip. 
I know we talked about his offensive production last year a lot uh, towards the beginning of this season because we thought he was going to be a, a bigger part than he has been. And obviously the suspension didn't help that or the emergence of Jordan Cairo, honestly. But I've said it once, I'll say it a thousand times. I still think he's a very viable piece of this team, even if he's on the fourth line. And with the production that fourth line has been putting together, uh, especially Kyle Clifford, I think, has been having some fantastic games. I know Oscar Sundquist is changing up his tape job, trying to get things rolling. But even though he hasn't been finding the stat sheet, uh, he's doing a great job as well. Just keeping the pressure, supplying momentum, bringing those minutes. I think those minutes are so crucial because there's, there's so many teams across the NHL that have a fourth line that's not anywhere close to the minutes that the Blues rely on their fourth line for. And when you can stack them up, Craig Berube says it best, when you can stack them up against the first line, against the second line, um, and trust them, start games with them, uh, kind of set the tone for the rest of the game, I think that is crucial to this team's success. Kind of like a we-go-as-you-go situation, to use a baseball term, so... And that line entirely is rooted in physical play too, right? So kind of expect them to have a pretty productive night. A guy like Jaden Schwartz could thrive here very well. A guy like Braden Shen didn't find the score sheet last time against the Coyotes, but if he returns back to the norm that we've seen this season, there's no reason to think he won't have a 2.3 point night even um, with the production that that Kairou, Schwartz, and Shen line has been putting out on a consistent basis. But it's games like these where you can afford to get your other lines going and give guys more ice time give guys a better chance to figure things out. And we saw that last game because Mike Hoffman finally scored on a wrister. And my God, was it a beauty. Felt like that was going to tear a hole right through the back of the net uh, when it went past Darcy Kemper. But I think that is massive for him. And I think now that he's got that monkey off his back and he probably feels more confident in his shot and his wrister, there's no reason to think he won't go out and have a massive game tonight, especially on the power play. I think because he hasn't scored on a one-timer yet. um, I think, I feel like that's, the last monkey on his back to kind of be like, okay, I feel at home now, now that I've done everything that they're paying me here to do, that's a load off my mind. So let's just go out and do it. And although the Blues were 0 for 5 on the power play last game, their puck movement looked amazing. Uh, It felt like night and day, specifically from the beginning of the season. We've seen David Perron attempt a lot of one-timers and kind of just Puck's either not laying flat, he doesn't get all of it, or the passes just kind of handcuff him a little bit, but it finally feels like this team is starting to feel comfortable on the power play and knows where they're going, or at least has an idea of where they can go every time they receive the puck. And we keep saying it, but eventually those floodgates are going to open and these power play goals are going to come in bunches. And although I do think this Coyotes team is better than they've been playing, I'm not sure if their penalty kill is better than they have been. So I think this is an ample opportunity for uh, the boys to get some momentum in that aspect of their game, maybe a little more confidence on the penalty kill as well on their own side, and carry that into their weekend matchup against the Colorado Avalanche, which who even knows if that's going to happen at this point. Honestly, I wouldn't bet on it, but what I would bet on is the Blues winning tonight in impressive fashion. Once again, there's no reason in my mind that they won't continue this impressive win streak, um, so why not put some money down on it? And if you're going to do that, you got to go to our friends over at betonline.ag because they are the only name that we trust when it comes to online sports betting. And if you go right now and use the promo code LOCKEDON, you'll get a 50% welcome bonus. So that's our little gift 
to you putting a little bit of change in your pocket so you can possibly turn it into a massive return. And with the COVID cases popping up right now, there might not be a lot of time left to put some money down on these teams that are consistently playing the same teams over and over again. So we get to see the same players. We get to see the same scouting reports. And if a team looks massively outplayed in one game of the series, chances are the next game of that series, it's going to be an uphill battle for them to turn it around. So for tonight's game against the Coyotes, the spread is one and a half. Um, So if you think the Blues will win by more than one and a half, those odds are plus 160. If you think Arizona is going to cover, those odds are minus 180. The money line sitting at plus 144. If you're betting on the Coyotes, minus 160 if you're betting on the Blues. So the Blues are the favorite. uh, But this is what I'm looking at right here, the over and the under. So the under is five and a half. That's at minus 130. If you bet the over of five and a half, uh, you're at plus 118. So I might actually throw some money on that because that sounds like a good bet to me. But like I said, if you're like me, you want to throw some money on the over tonight for the Blues, who just won four to three, which is seven, and they put the over at five and a half. So that seems a little strange to me. But I'm not complaining. I'll put some money in my pocket and make sure I use my promo code Locked On for a 50% welcome bonus at BetOnline.ag. The only people we trust for betting online. We'll be right back with some other players we can bet on right after this word from one of our sponsors. So speaking of players that you can bet on, um, I think someone that we need to talk about that we haven't really talked about a lot this season is Jordan Bennington. I think we talk about him when he has good games, but he's really been having um, a lot of fantastic games and stringing them together. I mean, his record is 6-1 and one on the season. Uh, he's second in the league in wins just behind Philip Grubauer, which you, you can have your own opinion about that, but I think everyone knows my opinion about that. He'll probably fall off eventually. But Jordan Bennington is also sixth in the league among goaltenders and shots against with 243. And the only goaltender that's faced more shots than him that has a higher save percentage is John Gibson, who we talked about uh, during the Duck series, was just having a Vesna pace season, already two shutouts on the year, and it really is that entire team. So I don't think it should be ignored what Jordan Bennington is doing and bringing to this team, especially when the defense has struggled as much as they have uh, for the majority of this season. But I also think the way this season is set up in terms of the series and seeing the same teams twice in a row, and not even twice in a row, seven, eight times over the course of the season, I think that benefits a lot of goaltenders, but especially a goaltender like Jordan Bennington, because he relies so much on his ego, I think. Not really his ego, I wouldn't say that's the right word, but his confidence levels and maintaining those confidence levels and rolling momentum from game to game, I think that's why he did so well in the Stanley Cup playoffs, went on the run that he did, went on the season that he had in his rookie campaign. And if you remember correctly, he had a shortened season because he came in like halfway through um, and then went on an absolute torrent run um, in the Stanley Cup playoffs. So shortened season, Stanley Cup victory. Now he's in a shortened season. Could we see another Stanley Cup victory and a just insane run from Jordan Bennington? I think that's a question that we need to ask ourselves and a question that will be answered at the end of this year. And I don't think there's anyone in the club that's like, oh, we've got enough good goalies in the system uh, that we should let Bennington walk at the end of this season. Because if you remember, he's making 4.4 right now um, over these last two seasons. And at the end of this season, he's going to be an unrestricted free agent. So this is really his last chance to kind of get bang for his buck and prove to everybody that uh, the Stanley Cup run and that entire season and his entire resume of play is not just a flash in the pan, but 
uh, consistent success at an NHL level. So if he goes out there and proves to everybody that he is a top 10 goaltender in the NHL, like I keep calling him, and a lot of people keep calling him, he's going to have to get paid like it, right? And then I think that brings up a lot of issues with the cap because, I mean, at the end of the day, you have to financially compensate the guy who almost single-handedly broke the entire drought of 50 years for this franchise. I mean, obviously not single-handedly, but he put the entire team on his back and did something that Jake Allen had been trying to do uh, over the course of however many years. You can't let a guy like that walk with the impact that he had on this team. Well, I don't know. Maybe you can because Alex Petrangelo walked um, and it seems like this Blues team has kind of done all right. But uh, with the with the players that we have at goaltender, Billy Huso being inexperienced, Joel Hofer looks like he's the next big thing, but he's like not far enough along in his development that I think you can bring him up to the NHL level and risk burning a year of his ELC. And then you take a look around and Jaden Schwartz is going to be an unrestricted free agent. Tyler Bozak's going to be an unrestricted free agent. Mike Hoffman's going to be an unrestricted free agent. Barbie's going to be an RFA. Robert Thomas is going to be an RFA. And Jordan Cairo is going to be an RFA. And then Vince Dunn and Carl Gunnarsson are up as well. So uh, there's a lot of moving parts that are going to have to be addressed at the end of this season. Obviously, that's kind of a long ways away, but a lot of decisions to be made and a lot of potential for this team to go somewhere once they reach the playoffs. So I'm not saying they're going to take a step down in terms of production next season, uh, but it's very possible they might because there's a whole lot of contracts, a whole lot of moving parts, like I said, uh, and I don't know how Doug Armstrong is going to address it. So with all those things considered, this might be one of our last best years to compete for the Stanley Cup. And if Jordan Bennington proves himself to be that kind of goalie that can pull off what, two cups in three years or however long, um, you got to lock him up for a lot of money and that's going to tighten your wallet in other places of need. So might end up having some prospects come up sooner rather than later uh, if that does eventually happen. But all that stuff is a long way away. Thankfully, we won't have to worry about that until closer to the end of the season. Um, what we should be worried about right now is the Arizona Coyotes. Facing off tonight against the Blues, and for the Blues, I think the key to their success is going to be uh, do a lot of the same thing that they've been doing. Obviously, they're on a four-game win streak, uh, so they're riding hot right now, ride that momentum. Like I said earlier in this podcast, bring that physicality that it looked like the Arizona Coyotes could not handle when Braden Shen was laying those bodies, when Sammy Blay is patrolling the ice, when Kyle Clifford is rubbing elbows with you. That's when it seems like this Arizona Coyotes team is the most uncomfortable, so put them in uncomfortable positions as much as possible. And that means hemming them in their zones, that means closing gaps, that means making them rush passes, whatever you can do to rush their timing. And like I think they did a really good job of that last game, and I would not be surprised to see that theme continued in tonight's game. And for that, I know we've been talking about it for a little bit, but I, I would do want to see Robert Thomas get a little more physical uh, and using his body as a shield on the puck dive into those corners, be that Jaden Schwartz level of four check uh, that we've kind of seen from Robert Thomas in the past, but I feel like we, he's kind of been missing it this season. He's come around a little bit, uh, but I th still think he's holding back on us just a tad, and he's still without a goal on the year, and we've seen this reoccurring theme of players getting the monkeys off of their back um, and finally getting situated, getting their feet wet. I think Sammy Blay goes out has a fantastic game tonight, but I also think Robert Thomas finally gets that monkey off his back and scores a goal, so... Keep an eye on that, especially if that power play is firing like I expect them to um, and playing as well as I expect them to because of the puck movement that we saw in the last game. Obviously, they didn't score, but it felt like they were doing everything but did everything right except find the back of the net. So I do expect them to find the back of the net on the power play tonight 
because we said it on opening night when we smoked the avalanche and i'll say it again i still believe that this blues team is a wagon i still believe that they're a stanley cup contending team i don't know if they're a stanley cup contending team at the moment but i think they have every capability of getting there and the roster to match so over this next week and a half or so i would fully expect this team uh to not only increase their production but really take full advantage of the stacked roster that we have at our disposal but if you have a wagon at your disposal that's not working and it's not functioning and all of these parts aren't firing maybe the maybe the pistons aren't firing you need some new pistons you gotta go to rockauto.com because Rock Auto is a family business and they've been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. And in this pandemic and right now, uh, they need all the help that we can give them. So go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, Get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. But best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low. And they're the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts when you can spend half the money from the comfort of your own home? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Their catalog is deep as this Blues roster is. And write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you guys. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. We'll be right back with some predictions and our locked on player of the game after this word from our sponsors. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for your locked on player of the game and predictions for tonight's matchup between the St. Louis Blues and the Arizona Coyotes. I will try to do this segment as much justice as possible. Unfortunately, I cannot be a 5 for 5 like Leah CK55 is. I will try to do it justice, but we need to get her on here because it just seems like she has not missed a manifestation. But like I've been talking about this podcast, I think the key for the Blues is the physicality and that pace of play and dictating that pace of play all night long, not just uh, halfway through the first period and for the rest of the game, but for a full 60 minutes. I think uh, every hockey team, it feels like, talks about that night in and night out. One of those cookie cutter answers, well, we got to play a full 60. I think the Blues recognize that, and I think this team recognizes that more than anyone because they're the ones that are who it's directly affecting. So I do think at the end of the day, Sammy Blay is going to be my locked-on player of the game just because uh, he had two assists last game, uh, brought the physicality. Obviously, he's trying to kind of jostle and find his position on this team to get a roster spot so he's not just the odd man sitting out every night. Uh, He's doing a good job of it. But I think this is a matchup he can thrive in because he is one of those hybrid players that can punch your teeth in and wreck you defensively and with that physicality but he also has offensive skill uh, with his passing with his skating with his shot I would love to see him shoot more because I think his shot is so underrated and the more he shoots he could really turn into one of those heavy sniper kind of archetypes but this feels like a game where the blues come out and they're hot right off the jump right because they're expecting Arizona to be hot right off the jump uh, like I was talking about earlier, it's it's that age-old tale of speed versus brute force. And I think the Blues are going to enforce their will on the Arizona Coyotes so they're not going to be able to use their speed. And I think that's going to start 
right from the drop of the puck in the initial faceoff. So because of that, this feels like a game tonight, feels like a game where the Blues are going to score first. And every time it feels like they score first, they score quickly. And almost every time that they score quickly, specifically within like the first minute or the first couple of minutes of the game, it always feels like it's someone on that fourth line pot in the goal. So I think one of my predictions for tonight is going to be that Oscar Sundquist finds the back of the net because he's focused on that physicality and because that entire line is focused on that physicality. They might even get the start. Um, it feels like Craig Berube likes putting them out there as the, as, not the first line, but the first line out on the ice to start the game to just kind of be like, Here's our fourth line. Uh, they can match up against anybody. They're going to lock you down. But sometimes they score goals. So, like I said, I think that's going to be one of my predictions tonight is an Oscar Sundquist goal within, let's say, the first five minutes. I think that's a good call. Other than that, I got Sammy Blay as my locked-on player of the game. Uh, probably get, like, a first star. I think he's just going to do it all and uh, get an, a lot of offensive production and get rewarded for his efforts. So that's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Sammy Blay games are always a lot of fun to watch because... One, he's just an absolute clown. And I mean that in the most loving way possible. He just seems like such a funny guy. But if the Blues come out firing like I expect them to, if they get out to an early lead, make this Arizona team uncomfortable, play a full 60 like I'm expecting them to, I mean, it almost feels like they could coast to victory. I don't think they will. I think they're going to play that full 60. So we're going to go with a 5-2 to two prediction uh, for tonight's game against the Arizona Coyotes. And that's all the time that we have for today. So thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Locked on Blues podcast. Uh, make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button, and you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at Locked on Blues. And you can follow me on Twitter at 12 or 15. Thank you guys so much for listening. And as always, let's go Blues.